Wake up and live. It is uh, 15 minutes to uh, 4 o'clock. There was a bit of a delay uh, getting through security. And you know how it is to drive in the in the wee hours of the morning. But that delay has been averted. He is in the building live in living color, Dr. Mashudu David Mbedzi. He's a marriage counselor, relationship coach. He's an author. Uh, he's a speaker. His books are really interesting um so if you need an interesting read that will help you uh, shake up your relationships or your relations get these books married but intimately divorced and another one wrong husband wrong wife wrong partner let's talk about it dr mashudu david mbetsi is in the house good morning Dogotella. welcome back man to I'm you strong. look good. Ah, <laughs> you ah, look ah, like a person. I, I, I'm not <laughs> sure if I look good, but I've deposited a person into the earth. So That's I'm, beautiful. I'm a bit lighter. <laughs> That's beautiful. And how are you doing, Dr. Dan? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Good morning to the listeners. Doc, this uh, uh, topic you are making us speak about, this issue uh, of why people, not all, some, uh, based on their religion, on their beliefs, start calling their late, dearly departed demons. family members demons. Where did you come up with this <laughs> and what is happening? How do we call people who were once our family members? I'm a demon. I, th- I think it goes to these modern churches and the personalities of... Remember, like I say, there's nothing wrong with tradition. There's nothing wrong with Christianity. The problem is someone applying it or adopting it. There are certain people in modern times who will tell you that I can't go to the graveyard. I can't attend my parents' funeral or relatives. I can't do a tombstone because that is demonic. Now, le- let's go back and clarify something. I'm talking about people who say... I can't attend a funeral because it's it's incorrect to do so. But forgetting that, they will die. They have to be buried. Now, there are certain people who will say, I can't erect a tombstone, I can't go to the grave even to clean or visit where. Remember, there's a difference. The Bible says, why seek the answers from those who have departed? You are not worshipping them. The Bible says also, respect your parents, and so and so and so and so. It doesn't say respect them when they are alive only or when they are no longer there. It says respect them. Respect goes beyond the grave. Could you accept? Now, if you look, the definition, we have to look at saying what is an ancestor? Someone that is part of you generationally in blood and so forth, where you come from. But when you say we have to look at the question that I ask, does Jesus have ancestors? The answer is yes. So Matthew began the, the lineage of Abraham in 41 generations, tracing them to say he's the son of this. Those are ancestors, Jesus. So when, I, when you say, I can't worship, I can't uh, go to the graveyard or attend a funeral because... It's a demon. Where do you come from? Meaning, if your parents are a demon, you're one of the demons. All right. From what I'm getting here, there is a fundamental problem. Yes. And I'm trying to be very nice and crafty with my words. Mm. 
this problem is a doctrine problem mm. that is now a psychological, physical problem yes. for those who follow this particular doctrine. Mm. I need to understand how does this doctrine and those who practice it get affected? Because young everything mm. we do, we are doing it because we live in the here and now. Mm. And it affects us in one way or another. Yes. How does it affect us? Because now, if if remember that you see this thing is is very critical because it separates relationships, it separates relatives, separates it destroys families, mm. and people there are people who don't see eye to eye because I know I have been there. I know people tell you that you are no longer part of me because my belief is not part of you. Who I am because I cannot associate with you. So this has, this has destroyed relations. So it's a doctrine, but it depends on application to say this is how I understand it and this is how I apply it. There are certain people don't talk to each other in families, friends, relatives because of this issue. To say, There are certain people don't practice those things. I'm talking about the issue of saying, I can't be part of you because when you're not part of my church. But remember, there are fundamental doctrines or values that says each and every religion or a faith is based on respect, tolerance, all the basic principles. But therefore, there are people who think that they are better than others. They are more holier than thou than others. They are too holy than their parents who are now considered as demonic. So I think we are getting lost in interpretation, interpretation and adoption of the Christianity uh, in a different way that separates the truth from facts. So it boils down to relations. Yes. It boils down to self-elevation. Yes. Um, and, and then separation because others deem themselves holier mm. than thou. Mm. And others then become automatically inferior. I, I, let me ask the A-teamers, what is your take on this? Which side of the spectrum are you on? Because, yes, you could be on the side of the spectrum that says, this doctrine is correct and we should not be entertaining it. Please educate us. And how do you then integrate family members who are on opposing sides of this belief? 0614104107, that is the WhatsApp number. In your family when it comes to such... And if you are on the side that says, look, this doctrine is really hurtful. I've experienced it as a South African or as a family member. Narrate to us what happened. You can also call in on 086-000-2032. Our guest, Dr. Mashudu David Mbetz. Doc, when we have such dynamics in our mm. families, how do we deal with them? Because so often families and friends, those sort of relationships are so deep. Mm. But when they disintegrate, Kumoshagala isn't a need. It's bad. Um, you can imagine a husband and a wife 10 years into marriage and the one partner, let's say it's the wife, who says, mm. Ka, I've found a new doctrine. Um, I've found a new way of living. And the old way that we've had for the past 10 years does not suit me anymore. 
I shall no longer be mm. um, going to the graveside or going to funerals and I deem it demonic. But where does that leave the husband? And how should the husband in that case deal with this wife of his that he still loves and honors? It means they're living two different lives. And technically, the relationship is, 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 is destroyed because the foundation, therefore, is affected. Because that which, there are certain principles and values that you don't agree and that you can live, you cannot live with. Mm. And therefore, it means that you have to separate. Technically, even if you, to, you can try to force to live together, you are not part of each other because so you are living two different lives. You've got different beliefs. Remember, religion is one of the uh, doctrines that, is, that has made a lot of people to fight and a lot of people to die in the world because of religion. Because I don't believe on this, then it can't be. So it's an issue of that affects different uh, families. So if you don't believe to say, uh, my partner does not believe in this, then if you can't find common ground, remember you can't force someone to believe to something that they are not. Yeah. So technically you are living two different lives. So how do you go on? So, so how does the husband deal with that? Must he just separate? From it's either you are in or out. If you seek counseling, it doesn't work to find a common ground. It's either you join the, the it's either whether wife or husband or the different way, it doesn't matter. It's either one has to sacrifice to be part of someone. So it, it depends on how, to what extent do you find each other and go move forward. Mm. But it goes with the issue of acceptance to say, do we accept or not? So counseling won't necessarily help. Uh, it won't such, help because those are, remember that is more than what you expect to say. I don't tolerate this kind of religion or doctrine. Do we then cut our losses that quickly? Is it that easy to? Cut I think it's worth to do that. Separate. Go your own way and find someone who is part of what you are. Who de what defines who you are? I won't see my talk. You've been with a person for ten years and. And now but they have changed, you're no longer holy. If you're saying I'm no longer holy, why so why do you need me? Mm. Mm. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Yes. So you take your, you off-ramp left, I go right, or go right, you go left. And if it's your children? I mean... It happens very They often. must go their own way because that's what they believe in. Remember... There are certain, if you, you look generationally, there are certain families who don't speak to each other up to this day. We have defined to say we can't be part of this family, but in blood they are. But technically in belief and how they do things, in, they're no longer part of the, they've separated, found their own friends that associate with who they, in what they believe in. So that ha whether you speak about it or not, it happens automatically. You see? So such is happening and it's okay for it to happen. In it's ways. okay because people have got a right of choice. Learn to cut your losses. Hey, but we're talking, uh, we, we are talking here about something very deep. Where does this doctrine come from? I mean, does, does I mean, you, you started the conversation saying the Bible, you know, does the Bible speak about ancestors being demons? 
where does it come from? Because you say the modern church is uh, the one that is propagating this particular narrative. The Bible says, says you must not worship, uh, seek answers from those who have departed. Remember, those who have departed, in, in reality, or to give you answers. Mm. Ne? Now, let's go back. Um, let's say I'm working now, I've got parents, I don't care about them. Let's look traditionally. Angbanagi, I don't all do those things. Umasiba Shonile, I go and consult whether it's a prophet or a sango or mabati. You must appease the spirits because there are things that you did wrong. Technically, what they're saying is right because I'm in Moshile. While they were you see? alive. Yes. You did but not now, look after them while they yes, were alive. but how do you go and speak to them and seek answers? Uh, when when they are not there and say, uh, I am sorry, you can apologize, but remember, goes back to the Bible, good honor your father and mother. You have made you you did not listen, so you account for what you have done. You see? Mm. So now the issue is, say for instance, traditionally, uh, when you, when life goes after generations, you will be an ancestor. But if in my particular, what kind of, a, of an ancestor, if those who believe in ancestors, what kind of an ancestor will I be? If in as particular, on my own. So it goes on how you would use But therefore, you can look for the answers. If, if, if I cannot help you when I'm alive, how do I help you when I'm dead? But now the issue is, it doesn't mean that you must not respect your, 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 your ancestors, those people who made you, who brought you to where you are. They are part, it's not a matter of choice that they are part of you. So you can't therefore say they are demons because they, the, my problem is when you say they are demons because they are dead. That's where my problem is. They are now demons. So that means everyone who's uh, uh, transitioned to the next realm is a demon. Uh, is now a demon. Yes. Oh, you, uh, some some people don't extreme. even attend funerals. Their own families or parents, they don't go there because it says, you know, it's demonic. Sounds very extreme. Yes. And I can see why uh, families would break up because of this mm. uh, sort of uh, belief. And I can see why relationships can end because of such beliefs. Mm. Um, but the thing that worries me is that you're saying it's better to cut your losses when there's such deep differences in, in, in beliefs and thinking. Um, and I just wish there was a way to mend back or find a way that is a common ground. But it doesn't seem like there is one. It doesn't. It doesn't. It depends to say, do you do you beg? Some people say it's either you are in or out. So what do you do? Because therefore it's like you're trying to please someone to be something that which you're not. So then what do you do? Sure. Doc, this is a very interesting one. It It's, it's very interesting um, because another thing, when your relations, back to that example I was making, husband and wife and the wife now changes doctrines, it will impact on every aspect of livelihood of the husband yes. when the wife does this, mm. before he makes that decision. Yes. Uh, it will impact on his work, on his health, on his mood. How does he deal? And how you make love to each other also is affected. So how does he deal? How does the man or the person in the situation that is being th thrown at them, that I'm, 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 I've changed my belief system, how do they deal with that 
for themselves personally not to be affected. It's very difficult because you are dealing with someone who is not accepting your feelings, who you are. So in short, uh, you've got a different product. You are not part You are not part of them, so what do you do? So you need to know that you're no longer part of the system. Therefore, you move out. Or that is if you can't find a common ground, like I said. But moving out is not easy. Give me pointers. What does this person do? Do they do they just say bye? No, you sit down and talk with family, friends. Mm, uh, mm. You, you, you engage family and talk about it. Because remember, when you got married, family was involved. So you have to sit down and talk about it. To define, to say, this is the issue. And this is how it affects me. Put, you need to be honest with both. Both of you need to be honest with each other to say these are the issues and this is why we can't, we can't continue this way. So what do we do and get advice? But you need to sit down and talk about it and be honest and frank about it. Then you take it from there. Honest and frank involve family members. Because if you go to the church also, uh, I take you to my church because my church is too holy, then you are making things worse. So engage people who are neutral, but the best people to engage are family. Both families should be involved, then you take it from there. And uh, you say counseling is not necessarily what's going to help. You can do counseling, but does it help when you talk about religion? Someone says, even if I do counseling, you are not holy for me. So how will the family consultation work? Because family is always biased, never neutral. There are some who are biased, but you're, at least you have taken a step to let people know mm. around you know what's happening in, instead of them taking assumptions. Yeah, yeah, it is a difficult one. This It's, it's, it's one that I, um, I, I, I can't say it's one that I fully understand, but it's one that... I know has been happening in many, many families, yes. uh, how religion has torn or belief systems have torn families asunder. Mm. Remember, like in certain, uh, in certain countries, you can't, you can't go and worship with them if you're not part of that religion. You are not even welcome. You can't. So you, you see how deep it is. You can't, whether you want to go and say today, I just want to visit, you can't because there are certain steps that you must take before you, you reach that stage. Hmm. So, uh, Dr. Mbetz, if I find myself in a position like this, whether I'm the one who has changed doctrine or my partner or child has changed doctrine, can I come to yourself as a marriage and relationship counselor to get help for me so that I can make the right decision for me and the greater good of the family? Yes, you can, but it also depends on your ability to listen to what I'll say and also you consider how you feel and consider, look at, remember you need to separate your feelings from facts. Don't address emotions, address the real issues. The fact that you are angry, frustrated, does not mean that facts are not there. Separate your emotions from the facts and then take a decisive, objective decision. So you can help. Yes. And that's what I'm excited about. Mm.
So how do our A-teamers get in touch with uh, Dr. Mashudu, David Mbet? 072-793-3531, and also on Facebook, Mashudu Mbeti. The books, talk to us about the books. The books married but intimately divorced is doing well. Wrong husband, wrong wife. Let's talk about it. There's another one that we'll talk about it about soon. It's uh, the highly blessed but successful widow. It's too controversial. Wow. So there's a third book coming out? It's already there, but I think we'll be launching it soon uh, here on SAFM. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, we are launching a book, guys. I'm so excited, so excited. Um, Doc, th- these books that you have written are books around what you do as a relationship coach to help yes. people understand relationships, yes. um, whether it's marriages and or, talk shows. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but my my question is for people who have just listened and they mm. want to know more about you. Where do you get this experience? I mean, now you've got a book. The third book is around widows. Yes. Where do you get this experience? It's. I think writing is a, it's a gift. It's like writing music. You don't just stay saying, today I want to write a book. Or I want to write a... God gives you those things to say, write about this. When it comes, you write about it. So it's a gift on its own. But therefore, I validate it through research to say what is the... What, what are the global issues? What are psychologists saying? What are the recommendations? So it's not only about the idea, but it's practically applicable because I, I integrate the research globally to say what are the things, what are the best practices, what happened before, and what do people do? And application to now in terms of real-life experiences. Wow. That is Dr. Mashudu David Mbetsi, marriage and relationship uh, counsellor. He's also an author. Uh, one more time, Doc, before you leave, give us how we can be in touch with you. 072-793-3531. Uh, 072-793-3531. Excellent. Always such a great pleasure. Yeah, Thank you very <laughs> much. Dr. Mashudu David Mbetsi.